We're going live. We're going live. Hit me with your best shot. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you hit me with your best shot. <laughs> uh, where'd it go? Yeah, then just fire that away. That was that's from, that's from last week. Last uh, week, yeah. yeah Jack's versus. Yeah. So we can actually start with yeah, we can start with that if you want. Like uh so Taylor and Ralph, last week we had a versus, which is like a long standing kind of competition mm-hmm. amongst Team the mustard, host. Right. Yeah, yeah. And uh so what we picked for last Team week's mustard. versus was a popular or hit song that when it comes on the radio or a streaming service, you will automatically skip it, even though it's a good song. You may have liked it yourself. Yeah, you like the song, but you will skip it because either some memory or it's just overplayed or something. Is you just you like the song, but you don't like the song anymore. You're like there's that's a, it. I'm there's done. a sort of a long-standing rule in my car, in which Stevie, uh, my wife, um, uh, also adheres to, and I've got her sort of. Um, I'm not going to say trained, <laughs> but if if I can't get to the button and U2 starts playing, which <laughs> oh, is way yeah, too much, yeah, yeah. Yeah. it gets changed to literally anything. Really? Any every YouTube, every, every you can every, hit. Any every YouTube? YouTube song? Any song? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Really? Oh, well, this sounds like more like a YouTube hatred kind of thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's not the same. That's not the way... He didn't listen to the rules. You didn't listen to the rules. No. I think Sorry, I, I, I kind of agree with that. I think the only song you two that I can even tolerate is Sunday Bloody Sunday. And that's again that's, and that's rare. Uh, but that's not the rule. That the rule is I, I love the song one. If that comes on, like and I'm in a Okay, then my like, pick is one. <laughs> is that the rules? Fair. I, I think that's the rules. A, that's a good yeah, song. It's, well, it's, yeah. But go ahead and uh, give us who won. Oh, you want to go into okay? Uh, well, you so, might as well. We, we've started it, so yeah. So I know who won. I, I don't so, want to have to keep explaining the rules to Ralph. Wait, Last, what about what about Taylor? We're not going to yeah, yeah, address Taylor, like yeah. the, fifth, the fifth Beatle here. Oh, the <laughs> yeah, fifth I, Beatle, yes. I was thinking about it, and I don't, I don't know. It, it comes in waves, right? The skipping thing, and it's mostly for me songs that have just been, I've heard them way too many times because of the radio. I'm the the dumb guy who just still listens to the radio in the car. <laughs> Cause I'm too lazy to put on something on purpose. Um, <laughs> and so instead of skipping, I just changed to the other station. That's, you know, station one, station two, uh, but yeah, I have two stations also, <laughs> but like for songs that you love that you'll still skip, um, I'll go with uh, green day, anything off green day, uh, American idiot, right. Mm-hmm. That was a huge oh, hit. Okay. And I was a huge green day fan back in the day, mm-hmm. but it's like, Something about unless you're in the exact right mood, nah, yeah. you know. Yeah, no, that's fair. I, that's, I, yeah. I totally got you. Yeah. What did that's, Jack pick? Did Jack pick like some shit by Glenn Miller or something? No, he uh, <laughs> Nick Nick started it, right? <laughs> yeah, I played Jack's pick. Yeah, yeah. Glenn Glenn Miller. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Gee. Glenn Miller highlight. King of the room. Any, anything that used to be on Lawrence Welk is what I uh, <laughs> right, I, right, I, right. I hear it right away, and I go, I gotta, I gotta change it. Get the bubble yeah. machine out of my car. <laughs> Can't do it. All right. So it was a total of 89 votes. Yes. Oh, wow. That's... Uh, I mean, total as in 89 people voted. Okay. Any, uh, did we have any emails that voted? I don't, I don't think so. Okay. I'll, All right. I'll, Sorry. I'll I, I'm just I read the throwing results. that out there. Okay. Go ahead. But with, in with fourth place with 15 votes was 
hit me with your best shot. Oh, Pat Benatar. Oh, that's all right. Play. Okay, yeah, that's what I can live with. That in third he has place, that many emails to sign in and vote. In third place, with twenty-one votes, was the Joker by Steve Miller Band. I would never, I would never skip that. Glenn Miller, I would, but not. not Steve <laughs> What's funny is, like, I really like Steve Miller Band, and I really don't like the Eagles, and they're basically <laughs> the, the same. same. Yeah. I was listening to Steve Miller the other day. I'm like, you know what? They're actually pretty close to the Eagles. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that was my pick was the Joker, and it's I actually like yeah. the song. It's just that I mm-hmm. I associate it with like the twelve year old me, and just now when I listen to it, I hear that you know and all the, the just everything that's just cheesy about the song. I'm like I I can't listen to it anymore. Yeah, I just just don't. Okay, okay, Maurice, let's go. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so in second place <laughs> with twenty three votes was Sweet Home Alabama by Leonard Skinner. What? What? <laughs> So the winner was Matt with, with Jay's pick with yeah thirty Come votes on. with thirty votes for the winner, Born in the USA by Bruce Springsteen. Oh, you guys are just oh. not patriots out there. That's what this is about. <laughs> yeah, Woo! Born in the USA. Where really, is I, it? I guess done. I did. Well, the beauty of Born in the USA, about... the beauty of what? that song is if you hear the first like five lyrics, right? You've heard the whole song. You can just right. skip it because it's yeah. just going to keep. Yeah. Being born in the USA <laughs> for like a while, so it's not. It's, like it's, it's, it's Bruce Springsteen taking a dump. Yeah, but you're not skipping it because you don't like. It. You're skipping because you've already heard the whole song. You've heard the yeah, rest. That's, yeah. that's that's true. That's true. Yeah. I actually thought Look, about playing that song, but it's two chords, and it's one of those boring songs to play in the world. Congratulations, Matt, on your J. Kind of feel win. the same way about like the pol- the police. Mm. A lot of their songs just J. Do do do. Duh, duh, duh. <laughs> oh. Message in the bottle. It's just over and over again. I, I never got. I, I'll be honest with you. I grew up with you know in an era where the police were on top. I never got it. I never understood huh. it. Okay. I mean, I, I, don't, I don't. I don't. I don't hate them. I, no. Yeah. No. But it's just like eh. it's it's in there. It, there. The, I like the police. Um, the band. The police. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> I mean, it's amazing you blue. have to say that. I, I, I like the police. No, the band. <laughs> I will. I will never fly a blue line flag at my house, but I do like the band, the police. Um, <laughs> no, every every breath you take is one of those like '80s songs that when you're a kid and you're listening to it, you're like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> it's up there with Billy Jean. You're like, as you listen to the lyrics, you're like. What the fuck is this about? <laughs> who who is stalking someone? Even before you understood what stalking was, you're like, yeah. like I, I never you said I didn't me. like the Eagles. But that was uh, that about me? Oh, the Eagles Hotel California was one I was thinking about too. Like, for oh, yeah, I mean, that's, like that would have been that. I, I actually actually like the Eagles, but it's just I, you know, it's not my favorite. I'm fine with the police; they're just repetitive. Yeah, I just my uh, sister saw the <clears> the police members. on because they did like a reunion tour like a decade ago. My sister went and saw them, so it was one of the worst concerts she ever saw because you forget that other people wrote songs other than Sting, <laughs> and you're like, mm. and so it'd be like you're going to a concert singing a bunch of Ringo songs. You're like, oh fuck, I gotta sit here through this shit, you know? Like I that's a bunch of Ringo songs. I would too. I mean, not to knock. Ringo, I like I like yeah. Ringo Starr. I, he's actually coming to Denver. Uh, 
but it's these tickets are so expensive. I'm like, ah. Isn't he That's like a, 80? Isn't he 80 now? Or he... He's born in 40, so he's. Yeah, he's 83. 83. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was told there'd be no math. You know, so. so, hey, before we go on, uh, Taylor and Ralph are here. Do you guys want to talk about something you're working on? Nope. Before we start, before no, we start rambling and getting at it, we can't just throw here. them under the bus. Well, you got to give them like, a little bit of intro. Well, like, why? hey, yeah, everyone we, out there, we've got two great guest hosts I mean, tonight. There are people that are Thank joining you. us, yeah. like, like on like a podcast too, audibly too. You know, because yeah. we yeah. release this as a podcast, so they might well, not know. Yeah, but I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm sure there's detailed notes in the in the audio feed. Nobody reads uh, the with this episode. No, no, nobody listens. <laughs> we'll, we'll make sure that, that we title this one something with Lost, right? So that yeah, they, there you uh, go. Yeah. That's what we're doing, guys. We're doing something with Lost. Something <laughs> with Lost. You go there to we go. Somethingwithlost.com. You can read all about it. Right. I think we. Um, yeah, uh, 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 Taylor and I are producing a documentary about the TV show Lost, and we're looking to uh, hoping to release it for the 20th anniversary of the show. And uh, which is we next year, have right? a next year, 2024. Gosh, and we Jesus. currently have an wow. Indiegogo campaign that uh, we launched yesterday. <laughs> and uh, we're going to it today. Where, wow. The, what link can, where, Damn. what's the title? Of the uh, you can go to gettinglostdoc.com and that'll take you to the Indiegogo page. Um, yeah, we're like a, probably like 115 115. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Great. That's really yeah. fast. That's amazing. Yeah. I think really. it was the promo you guys did that has me in it. It's definitely <laughs> the promo yeah. with the one second of Jack from yeah. 2009. <laughs> it's old. I, I, do, I, I do want to complain, though. You, oh, you okay. have, me, you, you have okay. me wearing a Charger hat, and I no longer support that team. Mm. <laughs> Can we can we get some AI to uh, that? If yeah, we raise I, I, another, if we raise another fifty grand, we can pay to have that changed with CGI. <laughs> okay, that. All right. So, what's that link we'll again? Of, <laughs> we'll make it. We'll, we'll make it a cowboy's hat. Sadly, uh, the one second of Jack, he's saying a joke we've all heard before. So. <laughs> How do you know I'm even saying a joke? Saying a joke. <laughs> that's true. One second's pretty short for you. Yeah, exactly. Well, usually that's about most I can do. But uh, so. <laughs> so, so tell us, tell us all about this. Like, what was the, uh, what made you want to do this? Like, what, what was the, like, hey, I want to do a, a documentary on on Lost, and you know, what was the brainchild of this? That's all you, Taylor. Yeah. Well, I mean, I loved the show when it was on, but I mean, more than it being this giant show that changed television and had one of the first online fan communities and all that. Uh, and the introduction to podcasts for many, many people. Um, it was about this fan community and all these people that I've met over the years and that I know are, are still connected because of this show. And so not a lot of TV shows have anything like that. Uh, I've wanted to do a documentary about Lost for a long time, but until the 20th anniversary was coming up, it felt too soon. It felt like mm -hmm. you need a little bit of that nostalgia to mm -hmm. make it, Nobody wants to watch a documentary right now about Game of Thrones. You got to wait a while. So, <laughs> uh, so when I saw in my brain calendar that 2024 was coming up two years ago, I called Ralph and said, Hey, um, I'm thinking about doing a lost documentary. You want to help produce it? Yeah. And he said, no. 
<laughs> and then here we are. <laughs> I was great. real. I was real. I didn't want to. I didn't want to mess anything up. I'm like, because I've it's it's not anything I've done. But Taylor told me he's like, hey, this isn't my first rodeo. You're not going to mess it up. If anything, you can only make it better. And so I'm like, okay, I guess I'll do it. I still right. I still think Taylor was taking a chance, but that's just me. I mean, hey, I, I, I felt like paid he off. was. You know, I just I felt like he was. It was it was uh it was a. Uh, when he called, I had no idea why he was calling me. He's like, "Hey, do you have a say? Send me a text. Like, hey, you got a second? I'm like, yeah, sure. Who dis? <laughs> Who dis? Yeah, your response? Your phone? What lost? <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it was. Uh, it. it I, I remember I was sitting in my car eating lunch. Uh, <laughs> what were you having? And, yeah. a good origin story. Probably Taco Bell. No, <laughs> probably Taco Bell. Um, but uh, it's just I was like, uh, I'm like, in like an abandoned parking lot, sitting there, uh, peace and quiet, enjoying my lunch under a tree, uh, and then uh, yeah, I get this call that like completely changed everything uh now i don't eat my lunches in a car anymore <laughs> no i was doing i was uh i was um you got a corner office now he had to sell the car to make the documentary okay <laughs> no way. No way. i'll never sell my car so that's how it works i mean <laughs> taylor spent so much time in this car it's uh it's yeah it's it's it's, it's a great okay. car <laughs> it's a, a Cyan XB 2011 our uh, release series. They only made 2,000 of them. I have number 1,667. It's and, the bluest uh, car I've ever seen. It's the bluest car you've ever seen. It's, uh, it's voodoo blue. It's the same color as the FJ Cruiser, the Toyota FJ Cruiser. And they've been uh, you know adopting it for their uh, their pickup trucks now. And it's a, it's a proprietary Toyota blue. And they made it for just those 2,000 cars. Um so nice. I, yeah, wait. What are you doing in the chat, Matt? What What do you mean? Oh, he does. He does that. Yeah. <laughs> I just say the things that I, I feel like I can't say out loud. I'm a big I'm a big guy, and the Cyan XB is really roomy on the inside, but I don't want a big car. I think it's yeah. I I, I, I just I know you have a lot, a lot of, of limited edition stuff. I just was like, of why, why, did, why did Why did they only make two thousand of them? It was just a, they would do this, uh, these limited releases. I mean, they would just pick. Is still a lot, but yeah. yeah, they uh, like it's the only the it's the only Cyan XB that comes with a sunroof. Um, there's like a specific uh, specific body kit and stuff. They just do they'll just do like two thousand special ones. So if you ever see it, a Cyan XB that's gold, that's one of those releases. Do you ever drive with the sunroof open? Yeah, I did it a couple weeks ago. Me and Stevie yeah, went out to go shoot some photos, and I have for the I lost I, documentary. I, th I think I've opened it twice, five, yeah. six years. It's not a lot. It's not a lot. There's just usually when we drive by the beach, driving up like the PCH and stuff. Mm -hmm. Roll down the windows, smell the sewage okay. plant. You know, that's nice. That's <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, one of the questions I had. Uh, so you know, Ralph posts quite a bit of photos about the documentary and usually like when you guys get a special guest star that someone agreed, you know, to be part of the documentary, you know, and it's quite, it's been quite a few. And, and I was just curious, like how you guys lined up such a great amount of workers and casts to be on the documentary. And of course, did you have, and did you have, yeah. And did you have anybody that was like really difficult to get on or, or someone who's just flat like, no, I don't want to be a part of it. You know, or, 
they yeah, had to beg me. they had to beg me. They had to beg you. Yeah, we, had, sure. yeah. we had to pay Jack. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> upwards of eight dollars to do it. Yeah. Um, I'm, st- I'm still waiting for that eight dollar check though. Some Venus sausages. <laughs> yeah. Your Jack in the Box tacos are in the mail. <laughs> we, uh, hey, that's, we, that's payment. It's yeah. it's persistence. We've we've had uh, we've had people who've just said, "I'm not going to do it." And that's sometimes easier than a non-response because yeah. I don't want to bug anybody. Yeah. And and persistence, you know, it, it, it gets to the point where I feel like I'm bugging the person. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Which I have so, no problem with. It's funny. I don't know why you're in charge of bugging people because right. I, I don't care. Well, if, I'm, I'm not, if, if I'm trying to get a hold of some celebrity – and I annoy them. It's not like we're going to hang out after and they're going to be like, ah, oh, I was so annoying when you bugged me. This is our only interaction of our entire lives. Yeah. So, but yeah, but there was, there was one person who we got a interview. We, we had scheduled them an interview. They canceled the last minute and they were like, sorry, I just, I can't do it. Oh, I just can't do it. Um, then Later, just said, "Hey, if you're ever open, uh, let's." It was Jay. If you're oh, ever Jay. open, <laughs> uh, I, I, we're we're available. If you ever wanna, if you if you wanna join us, and and they were like, nah, 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 nah. Uh, we ended up getting a Zoom meeting a couple weeks ago with them, nice. and um, they agreed to come on. And so that that was that. I felt bad, like I was pushing too hard, but um, this is someone we really wanted. Uh, and it's, it's, it's one of those things. It's a, it's a team effort. Uh, you know, I have access to certain people. Taylor has access to certain people. Um, we, we both have our sort of our points of contact. Uh, we were kind of divvying them up the other day when we were about to do the launch for the Indiegogo and being like, okay, who, who has been in contact with me? Who's been in contact with Taylor? Let's reach out to them individually and then we'll let them know that the uh that the campaign is launching and hopefully they can help us out but it's been pretty close to 50 50 i think um there's also the there's also the thing where like we got um oh boy we ended up getting patrick fishler who plays phil through eric lang who plays rosinski right Uh, (laughs) yeah and we we got got mc ganey who plays mr friendly through Fred Lane, who played the air marshal. Yeah. Oh. The, that's the, the pro tip for all you documentary filmmakers out there. At the end of the interview, when you're packing up all the equipment, that's when you go, hey, you, you still in touch with anybody else from the show that you think might want to chat with us? Because we had so much fun, you know. It's a good tip. Yeah. I've been doing this as my fifth feature documentary, and that that's the pro tip that gets the most. Hmm. You can send yeah. all the emails you want into the world, but when you know, somebody's friend texts them and says, I just did this fun interview. You want to do one? That's yeah. And we booked those, we had, you know, we booked Patrick like two days out. And we're like, Hey, it, wasn't we got that. A it was the next day. Slot. The next day. Yeah. He's like, yeah. sure. I can, I love lost. I'll come talk about lost. And you're like, well, yeah. we, it would have taken months of emails back and forth with an agent or a manager to get that to happen yeah. or one text. So yeah, that was nice. one text nice. message. To Patrick. That's good to know. Yeah. And it's one of those things where like, uh, uh, it, it seems like anytime anyone's up for telling somebody else, they're usually like game, like right away, like mm-hmm. with Patrick, because, um, 
because yeah, we got them in the next day and we didn't plan on shooting that day. I think that was the day you were leaving and we ended up shooting him and Sterling Beaumont the same day. It was like right. an extra day where we, we weren't planning on shooting. Um, I think we we're doing meetings. And then yeah. Fred Lane also was like that day and was like a last minute thing. Yeah, he and, was like, uh, I got to I got to go to the airport in an hour. If you can come to my hotel now. We'll be there. And then the people like Malcolm David Kelly, uh, who played Walt, mm-hmm. he said yes pretty much right away. And then was impossible to get in touch with for like five months. Oh. Would not respond to anything. Wouldn't we had other people? I had to have like three different people reach out that weren't me because I think I don't know my emails were going to spam or the DMs mm-hmm. weren't getting through. Um, so it's not always, you know, when we reach out to people and we don't hear anything, I always assume, oh, they would love to do an interview if they would just find out about it. Cause there's so yeah. many barriers to that, you know, gatekeeper yeah. and also mm-hmm. just some of these people get, I don't know, 12,000 emails a day. <laughs> they got it's, a lot going on. Nice that you keep that positivity going through it. Cause that would be, that would be frustrations. No, if they say, no, I don't want to do mm-hmm. that. Then I'm like, great, leave it alone. Check them off mm-hmm. the list. We're not, gonna bother them but like you said you ever get to the point where like you go okay it's just not worth it i go uh, you know instead of keep bugging them bugging they're just like stalling or they're just they're they're doing yeah if they're stalling if they're rescheduling or something but if they if we just don't hear back nah it's try a different method of communication years ago we had the podcast we we were trying to get the guy that he gets shot he goes up to sawyer in in darmaville and he's carrying wood and he gets shot. And we had a thing yeah, called the log carrying guy. guy. And we had yeah. literally had a shirt with his logo on it. Yeah. And I, I was going I was going back and forth with this guy. It might have been MySpace. I don't know. It was MySpace or something where I was just going back. Yeah, I can do it. Yeah, I can do it. Yeah, I did it. No, I can't do it this day. And finally I said, I told Jay, I go, look, if you want to pursue it, fine. I go, I'm done. And that that ended it right there. I just said. Like it just gets to a point where it's like either you want to do it or you don't. Yeah. But I know you guys are doing a documentary, so it's a lot more important. But I was just like, eh, I yeah. And there's a fine I'm a quitter. End, you know, like <laughs> we're gonna finish filming at some point in the next six months, and it's you don't you don't want to leave anything on the table. You don't want the movie to come out and be like, man, we really should have tried to get in touch with Josh Holloway. It's weird that we didn't. You yeah, know, that's right. that's not what you want to. Right. The worst is you don't want to do. And I had this happen on one of my docs where you go and you're like at the premiere, and somebody shows up and they're like, "Why didn't you ask me to be in your movie? I would have right. loved to be in your movie." And you're like, "Well, mm. God, we tried. Fuck. Come on." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's that's the thing is dealing with dealing with uh, agents and and publicists and stuff. Um, there's there's some people that we've talked to where I'm like. I know they didn't reach out. I know they didn't reach out to their, to their client. Um, And so, you know, you try to, you try to do it through other means, like personally through like social media and stuff, but that's, you know, they're not getting it. They're not getting everything. So has the strike, kind of hoping that the the strike uh, affected any, anybody like basically saying, no, I'm not going to like, it's been, it's been a reason for not joining us now. Mm. Um, I don't want to use the word excuse mm-hmm. to not be in the movie, but if someone says that they they can't do the documentary because of the strike, our reply is great. We'll schedule you as soon as it ends. 
We do not take it as a no. We take it as a yes. But unfortunately, the strike is happening. So we'll get to you after. But uh, they're fully allowed. Which could bite Um, us in the ass if the strike goes longer than we're filming, which is possible at this point. The strike could outlast our documentary. Sounds like it is. It's going to be. But according to the WGA, or according to uh, SAG, um, uh, uh, folks who are on strike are allowed to be in documentaries. Um, right. There's also there's also a micro budget thing where if you're you know, yeah, if you're if your movies we are like we are a under, non-union independent yeah. micro budget documentary. It's okay to be in our movie. I think a lot of it yeah. is optics. Like if you're like on strike as an actor. And a picture of you sitting in front of a camera shows up on the internet. That's not right. great. Like, n- even though yeah. it's allowed, even though it's fine, you don't want to have to explain. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, mm-hmm. hey, why were you doing that? I saw you in front of a camera. I thought you were on strike. And it's like, it's not but worth it for our little piddly documentary. But it's funny. Yeah. I mean, that's what like a lot of actors that went to Comic-Con this year, that's what they were saying is like, hey, I, I'm still coming for that panel. I can't talk about the show, but I can talk about other things. Yeah, and then that, that to me yeah. is no different than this. It's just, you know, it's it's past work. It's something that they can talk about and reminisce about, but they're not promoting anything. But I, but I, can, I can see what Taylor's saying, though. It's yeah. just... It just takes that one thing and then it's posted mm-hmm. on social media. Then it gets, you know, makes the rounds. And then the, that person's like, no, no, it was it's just, no, no, no. I right. Mean, I would, anybody, I, who wants any, who wants to deal with that? Anybody who's following like Sean Whalen, who played Froger, if you follow him on mm-hmm. TikTok, he's been posting a lot of stuff about people's perceptions of who he is and how much money he makes. And, and, you know, like, you know, why are you, why are you talking so much about, you know, uh, about residuals and getting paid and all this stuff when you're a millionaire and he's like i'm definitely not a millionaire right mm-hmm. um and so people have this perception of what it means to be an actor what comes with that and uh if they do see him with the clapperboard um we have uh we did a few interviews uh at a specific time recently and we just put uh july on the clapperboard because <laughs> Because people would prefer it have been the beginning of July. Yeah. Let's, let's right. say it was because right. this is on the internet. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that's I, the thing is we you we we change we change things around like we want to accommodate everybody. We want to make sure everybody's cool um, with with hanging out with us. I don't want anybody to have to deal with that kind of stuff. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Speaking it's of, just, oh, sorry. But it's just one of those things where it's like, yeah, it's optics. Everything, everybody gets scrutinized for everything, and it's just like, you know, we just we just want you to talk about a show. Have you have you had to like say like, hey, we're not we're not this isn't through ABC. We're not. Yeah, we, a- we've I, the the responses to those have been. Uh, we we were told by WGA and and SAG that you are absolutely allowed to be in this documentary we understand that you'd be uncomfortable doing so so we can work on it as soon as the strike's over so yeah there's 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 two people that use that as a reason not to join us mm-hmm. and we we really want those two i, people I know i tried but I'm so not we're gonna sad, play so. we're gonna play ball we're gonna play nice <laughs> i'm not gonna needle them yeah. No, I think the problem we're going to run into is the strike will end 
and we're one of like 40 things they agreed to do as soon as the strike ended and we're right. the least uh, important yeah. of the 40 <laughs> things. So that first week they're going to be like, yeah, but I got to do these two movies and a sitcom and this other thing and this other thing that we're all waiting for this week. Yeah. Can you since since a lot of these like can you just have the interview through Zoom? Can you can you just be like, hey, we just need an hour of your time? Like even we'd love it for for it to be in person, but worst case scenario, we'll take this. We've I'm just, shot I'm just zero curious. interviews. We've shot inter, zero interviews using desktop cameras. Oh, okay. Um, really? We've done remote cool. shoots. We've we done did remote one. Shoots. We did one. Oh, that's right. We did. One. Um, that's right we did do one but it fits so this is the guy that ran dark ufo which was the biggest spoiler website uh, oh for lost which is a big deal is like the first time people cared about spoilers for tv was this friendships were lost over those fucking spoilers 100 percent. so this guy was i still i still remember the guy that told me who was in the coffin before i saw it and it was it was the it was the day it was the day Ah. it was gonna air and i was was like jack right I was like, no, why no. are you telling me? No, it was a guy that I worked with. And he was, I was just actually doing it. He was too. just doing it just to like be like, well, I looked it up and I, you know, it was yeah. I'm like and that, I was spoiled on another podcast website. Oh, just oh, so, Lars, so they're, 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 Lars. No, it wasn't Darm Lars. It was, <laughs> I, I don't want to say it was Lost Cast, but it might have been Lost Cast. <laughs> <laughs> but the spoilers are a huge thing about about the lost community yeah. and, and that but other than of- other than that one interview, we have a cool concept for that interview uh hmm. taylor came up with and it, it it's it's pretty neat if you look at our instagram page at getting lost doc uh you can see the announcement for uh dark ufo is oh. on a dharma computer nice and yeah that's so how the zoom feed and we put him on the old dharma computer and then filmed that with the expensive cameras so it doesn't look yeah. like a zoom call yeah. it looks like he's trapped but, in a dharma computer but we have done some remote shoots, which have been really fun to do, where mm-hmm. Taylor and I have been on Zoom, but we've had cameras set up uh, according to Taylor's spe- specifications in uh, Canada to talk with Nikki Stafford. Mm-hmm. Um, we just did one last week with uh, Daniel Roebuck in Florida. Um, you know, we didn't we didn't really have uh, the funds to just fly down to Florida for one interview. Um, so we, we, his wife, uh, Daniel's wife is a DP and had a small crew set up the cameras. Uh, me and Taylor were there via zoom watching as, uh, as the interview was conducted and it it worked out the footage looks amazing. Like we did, we, we really are taking pride. We don't want this to look like a, you know, a a COVID era movie where everything's on zoom. Um, and yeah, we're it, trying to avoid Zoom where we can. And a bunch of our interviews when we started, you know, we're all wearing masks. It's COVID times and it's, yeah. you know, like I don't I don't love that behind the scenes look because it dates it so mm-hmm. much. Yeah. You know, and we're, we're just getting out of it and nobody wants to watch anything <laughs> COVID related. Speaking of, speaking of dating, we, we uh, our first our first shoot was back in December and uh, and uh, Christmas decorations. A lot yeah. of behind the scenes pictures with Christmas decorations. I looked at a picture of Sean Whalen. I'm like, oh my gosh, he had so many Christmas decorations up at his place. And I was, was like, hard oh my gosh, do. I completely forgot about all the Christmas decorations that we had to like shoot around and move. And, <laughs> and uh, uh, yeah, it's a uh, it, it's it's kind of fun because also we didn't announce until like a couple months later, and mm-hmm. so we didn't also didn't want pictures of like Christmas trees and 
and, and stuff. Uh, right. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it, the, the very first shoot we did was a, was an interesting for me, especially was very interesting. Uh, it is the first time I had ever, uh, been on the set as a producer and, um, it, it was a little bit of a learning curve. Uh, but I think by the time, I think like halfway through that, um, shoot there, there was a couple of cancellations, uh, and we were able to pivot. Okay. Uh, I, I felt, I felt definitely felt better after that. I feel much better, uh, saying that I'm a producer now than I did back then. Uh, <laughs> because I mean, it's just been like, seriously, like we had the shoot, our second shoot where it was like one day we had like four interviews. I think it was like Naomi, Kyle, Sonia Walger, Eric Lang. And oh gosh, was it all the who? same day? All in the same yeah. day, and they were all within. Oh, was it? They were all within like f- four miles of our sort of main base at our DP's house. Like it was like, oh, nice. and I just felt like I'm like, this is amazing. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, I can't believe it. I set up the schedule. Yeah. yeah, I produced. I, I got, I got, I got the people who were near each other, <laughs> so we didn't have to, you know. Nice job, producer. But it felt so good. Like, I mean, felt, sometimes. Sometimes you get all the way down to San Diego and, and these people are like a half hour late. They're just getting out of the swimming pool. They don't want to bring their kids. <laughs> it's this whole thing. That's, I mean, yeah, sometimes then, the producer can only do so much, you know? And then Ralph shows up, you know, and he's blue. I can tell I wasn't Taco in the Bell. pool because there was no, no. shrinkage. I, I, it wasn't me. You weren't, it, so. it wasn't you. Jack, 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 Jack had a phone call from me. Uh, uh, this is the, this is a, a, the, uh, the, not the, I mean, not the darker side, but definitely wasn't a lighter side of the producing thing was try to wrangle for Glattfelters, um, who, who, who are on decided they were, yeah, we're great. We're, we're grateful for anybody who decides to come and be in our thing. But like, it was the first day in San Diego and we had a long, we had like a good, three days in San Diego and then we're heading up to LA for another like two days. And it was the very, very start. I had, dri- I had drove down there. I'd driven down there at like left at six in the morning and I'm like, okay, I'm ready to go. I checked the scoped out the studio. saw how far it was from the, the Glattfelters uh, hotel. And then, um, uh, 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 which was close by. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was, it was, it was actually. A, it was I was, a I was like, point. my hotel was at my sister's house. It was like 20, 25 minutes away. So, but, but I, I called you. I called you and I, I yes. might have texted you. And I was just like, can you do me a favor and just kind of get there a little bit early? I'm going to try to get these kids to, uh, I want to be ready by the time these kids show up. And, <laughs> and I said, sure, I'm a professional. I don't, I, whatever you need. <laughs> Yeah, it was it was like I think that was the most tense I had been the entire shoot. <laughs> like there was a day, there was a day we shot in the same day. We shot uh, Michael Giacchino, Jorge Garcia, and Hector Navarro in one nice. day. And it's one of those days where you don't get sleep at night because you're like, these are like really three like good interviewees, and there's a lot like two of those guys canceled on the previous one for very, very good reasons. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, this is our chance to really get them 
uh, in the can, get their footage so that we can start sending out a sizzle reel. And with, with, you know, Mike and Jorge, those are big gets for when you're doing a documentary about lost and, uh, less pressure. I felt less pressure that day than try to wrangle Jay. (laughs) (laughs) And and, uh, it it was, I got it. uh, We got it done and the interview's great. But like, I was just like, this is the start of my week. Yeah. I called, I called Ralph and I'm like, but it's Jay and Jack, right? These are your friends. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't remember me, but I know them. They're just yeah, dudes, right? Jay, Why Jay, so is, Jay is just... my friend, and you hope that friends would be like, I'm gonna do this for you. I'll Love be it. there on time. I I know uh, the I lost was, community. I... Lost community loves Jay and Jack. I, They're I a huge Jay. part of it. Uh my favorite <laughs> thing, we posted the announcement photo, and it's it's you know, here's Jay and Jack, blah, 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 blah. And, you know, everybody's like, yay, Jay and Jack. Oh, my God, that takes me back. That reminds me. And there's one comment on one of our socials that said something like, I'm the biggest Lost fan in the world, and I have no idea who the fuck these guys are. <laughs> 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 That's amazing. <laughs> but, I mean, but still. That was, that was me. I made oh. it. <laughs> Well, I've been name dropped by by several interviews before. Oh yeah, yeah part of the story like, for sure. I just thought that was hilarious. Yeah, was it's yeah. I think it's, I think one of the the amazing things about and just hearing hearing about all of these interviews that are taking place and 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 just just even this documentary is that you know, and I know this is true for the Star Wars community. Sadly, a lot of these actors die. And I'm I'm just saying I'm just who yeah. who are you trying so to kill off? the the idea that that it's a time capsule like oh, just right. even being able to get these interviews right now and to yeah. to to like right. wrap your arms like wrap your arms around the idea of lost all the people involved every from the everybody from the community level all the way up to the actors and um to me that's like such a great thing because sadly yeah like you just don't know like mm-hmm. i mean even yeah. with the actor strike and and the writer strike that's going on you look at some of these shows that are like going on hiatus and you're like okay any one of these people could be gone and then you're just mm-hmm. never going to be able to pick up that thread again it's just like yeah, that's yeah, we lost, like story-wise we and lance reddick like yeah we were oh yeah production we were oh, dming yeah. like i think we would have got him like we, yeah. he was he was open to communication at least he hadn't said yes yet um and, and then he died a few weeks later oh sad yeah that's far too young but yeah but uh, he was is, he was somebody that i was capsule. he was actually somebody that i was thinking about because i was like um yeah um because he is gone yeah and yeah just, you think about like is, is it gonna be like a just a one like two hour thing or is it going to be like uh, different parts or yeah somebody asked me on somewhere uh, maybe it was twitter they asked what's the runtime going to be and i'm like i have no idea we've shot like over 30 hours of footage yeah and it's it's uh, on three cameras mostly likely it'll be it'll probably be around 90 minutes because that's what people on their couch will want to watch for a documentary about a thing uh, but for Lost fans, like on the DVD and on the digital versions, we'll probably have four more hours of bonus content. You know, like we're not going to throw anything away that is good yeah. content. But the end Maybe thing, Jack's I mean, 
maybe it'll be 108 minutes if we want to get that cute with it. <laughs> yeah. I, think I mean, you, good... Taylor, you posted a video today. I don't know if you noticed this or not. I don't know if it was on purpose. It was not on purpose. It was 42 seconds long. Yeah. Oh, and really? It's like, of course it's 42 seconds long. <laughs> nice. Perfect. Way to go, Taylor. Yeah. Yeah, we've been we've been really milking the numbers on this on this Indiegogo thing. No, no, I I know I know you're you're far from from putting this into some kind of visual like context. But are, are there going to be things like, hey, we're going to talk about the numbers, or are those things just going to be sprinkled in throughout in between the interviews? Or I'm just you know throwing out ideas as far as like is it? I think is it every single interview. Or, yeah, I think every single interview we've done, we have asked what the numbers were yeah we're, oh wow structure wise it's hard to that. say at this yeah. point um i, I know that's no really early on because yeah the content is there you mm. know in my mind there's like a perfect world where we have like really fun bits around mm. the things you know because just listening to people sit and talk for two hours can get old as podcast listeners know uh, <laughs> <laughs> just get a bunch of, <laughs> bunch of people sitting around going remember lost that was great and then you do that for two hours. Um, so we want to do fun things. Like when we go to Hawaii, I want to have, you know, someone give us a tour of the YMCA camp and like, mm -hmm. let's go to the beach and talk to the owners where it says no trespassing and get kicked out. Like stuff that's not just interviews. That's more, more yeah. fun. And we could definitely mm -hmm. have, you know, maybe some lost expert explaining the numbers to us in a fun, you know, educational way, like a Bill Nye, the science guy type of bit. But I don't know. It depends how much money we raise on Indiegogo if we could afford to do any of this stuff. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Um, I mean, we're off to a terrific start. Correct. Um, which is, I'm just which trying is to just, encourage your listeners so, to, to back our Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. even though that it's funded, they could still use some more money to make this look top notch. So we want top right. shelf quality. So, exactly. so go ahead and go over to what is we that? Want a second interview with Jack. <laughs> We're gonna need more money. CGI. At least ten dollars this time. Yeah. <laughs> that's that could that'll get you 20 Jack in the box tacos. Exactly. That's what I say. That's true. I didn't even think about that. It's a lot of tacos. That's a lot of Man. tacos. And if the Padres at a home run, it's a free jumbo jack. Jack. So there you go. Jack, they have they have breakfast tacos now with Jack in the Box. No way. When did yeah. they get these? It, it I had was to just be there. Like a, it had to have been real recent because a friend of mine just tried them out on the internet uh, on TikTok, and he said, hey, they're, they're pretty okay. Oh, <laughs> pretty man, okay. That, that, that bums me yeah. out. But yeah. before we go on. I'll mail you some. We should take a commercial break. 42-minute mark. No, you're, yeah, it was 42, 45. 42, man. That's one of the numbers. I was, try, I was trying to do it sooner, but I, you know. Now, we started probably, talking about Jack in the Box, and I got swept up. Right. Go ahead. This, Our, is, this is probably getting a little ahead. I mean, if, unless you have a point you want to make real quick. No, it's just a numbers thing. The numbers, yeah. <laughs> Our Indiegogo <laughs> is currently at uh, $48,888, which is 116%. Wow, so four eight 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 sixteen. Nice. Nice. Anytime the lost numbers come up, we Ralph sends nice. me a text with a screenshot that's like, Look, but what's numbers. funny is you think it, the way I've been doing it, you it looks like I'm just sitting on Indiegogo refreshing the page all day long. <laughs> I'm not. I'm doing all kinds of stuff, right and I'll just pop it up and I'll just be like, "Oh, hey, we're about to hit this," and then we do, and then 
yeah. For those that are just listening to the podcast and not joining our our show live, and why why wouldn't you? Um, but all of Taylor's background is basically lost artwork. So um, yeah, some really cool cool lost artwork. My so. I have a lost reference. Oh, fish that, that statue of fish Green biscuit. Lantern is the same Green Lantern that's in Walt's comic book. Oh, nice. What is that uh, little tape that you held up there, Taylor? Oh, that is the VHS tape of the movie We're Not Done Making. Oh, nice. I like it. Which you can get right now on Indiegogo.com. Just go over there and spend $108. Oh, it's more than that. Yeah, the VHS is a little more than that. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) They're handmade, signed by us, and you get some additional perks with it, but... Um, nice. Yeah, the VHS is fish biscuits. <laughs> uh, you may we might have we might have some in the mystery boxes. Um, now I thought um, I th- I'm trying to remember um, in the sizzle reel, like you had Bobby Monahan, right? Yep. Yeah. yeah. So because I know he was a big Lost fan, so he has the um, fish biscuit machine. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that's, yes. Yeah. That's what that's what's part of my mind. Is it still in his living room? Yes. In it's in storage. Oh, oh, we found out that and, it's in storage. And uh, and Nick is sporting his Dharma beer. Yeah, I, I got this at the, I got got this at the lost auction. Nice. Yeah. I got this from a uh, uh, unnamed source <laughs> from, the, from the set. Yeah. It got set on fire in the hatch. Oh wow! AKA the bunker. Nice. Um, and it, it it's dripping. I had a Malamar Dharma. I had a Dharma tequila bottle i think um from when i was in hawaii it was at one of their events and i put it on a shelf in a house that was not my house and my dad threw it away because it was an empty bottle and he was just like oh i came back i was gone on a trip or something i'm like what happened to that bottle that was clearly on a shelf for decorations like that was trash recycled it I got I got five cents for it. I have a Hydra hat. I don't know where it's at though right now. I think I put it in storage from someone from the show sent it to me. Oh nice. Ironically, it's underwater. You mean for, yeah. oh oh Hydra? I got gotcha. you. I'm thinking Aegis of Shield for some yeah, reason. Hydra. <laughs> like Hell Hydra. Yeah. Okay. I got gotcha. <laughs> you. Yeah. So um, I started to ask earlier. You know, you, you mentioned, you know, VHS and I mean, that you can put it on VHS, but like, you know, DVD or Blu-ray or whatnot. Are you going to try to reach out to streaming services, Hulu, Netflix or? Yeah, nice. Nice. So everyone out there, you're showing us a Blu-ray. Copy. Why it doesn't focus. I don't know. Yeah. It's, I thought it was just my eyes being old. It's it's focused. <laughs> oddly enough, it's focused on on the farthest back spot and you're there. Now it's focused on you. Boom. Yeah, you Blu-ray disc. Uh, so what about streaming? So you thinking about are you <laughs> yeah, gonna reach out? Is it, are you gonna try to get to a streaming service, or are you think you're just gonna go straight to to physical media? Uh, we'll definitely go straight to physical media uh, first, and for the Indiegogo backers and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I mean, digital, and we want to put it in theaters too, at but, least yeah, a handful, yeah. and do these events because it's gonna be the 20th anniversary of Lost. Lost right. fans are gonna want to get together. There's nothing better than getting everybody together in a space, watch a movie that all your old lost friends are in, mm-hmm. and then hang out after and drink Dharma beer and, and have a what good about, time. What about Sunset on the Beach? Yeah, it's 
that I think we'd have to raise a bit more money to be able to pull that one <laughs> yeah, off. But it's not a bad idea. Um, I think that, that was, would be that was pretty cool. So everybody yeah. needs to donate a thousand dollars and eighty, thousand eighty. You're right though. Like uh, you know, festival. Lost fans will always get together. Like uh, Ralph and I went and saw Giacchino in 2018 uh, in LA. Yeah. To, you know, do a whole bunch of stuff live. It was great. <laughs> I got Jack's ticket. That's right. <laughs> That's right. And my wife's I, ticket. Yeah, yeah it means to uh, because of because of the hurricanes that never happened. Yeah, the hurricanes were coming. We said, right, "Look, we can't go. We let's just give." Them oh yeah, I off. remember that. Yeah, and then the hurricane. I think it was like, and that was a leaf blew across the deck. Or something. <laughs> that, was it. that was about it. I go. I I guess we could have went. <laughs> yeah. Worked out good for me. Yeah, <laughs> that was a great venue too. The, the Fords. The Ford. Yeah, I think they LA. were good tickets, weren't they? They, they were. Yeah, they. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, every, it's like it's a small. Bad. It's like a yeah. It's like a mini version of the Hollywood Bowl. But it's right. I, I was I was bowl. so bummed, yeah. but I, at least they went to. I mean, at least you got to use them. So. Oh yeah, I appreciate that. I've been to I've been to the Lost concert three times. Haven't paid for a single one. So. They're pretty good. Doing <laughs> well pretty done. good. Well, if they come, if it comes around again, I'll buy them just so you can have them. Yeah. Right. Hey, you guys <laughs> know about Michael Giacchino and our movie. He, he's he, doing uh, the soundtrack. That yeah, would be kind of wow. Yeah. What he gave us? He gave us uh, twenty-five tracks, an hour and five minutes of unreleased, fully orchestrated music. What in two thousand nine? Wow. Uh, wow. He did while he was doing Lost. He did while nice. he was doing Lost, and it's it's essentially sounds like Lost, but with woodwinds. With wow. and uh, huh. and uh, if you if you watched our first look on our Indiegogo. Or if you watch the live stream that we did on our YouTube channel, um, all the music you're hearing there is not from Lost. It's from it's from this music that Michael gave us, and it just sounds like Lost music. Like if you go back and look at our first look again at Indiegogo, uh, the Indiegogo page at gettinglost.com, um, that music is is unreleased, fully orchestrated Michael Giacchino music that is really not a part of Lost at all but really sounds like lost for our purposes. Uh, so it's, it's, that's kind of amazing. Like that is, uh, that mean, is amazing. I mean, one nice. of the reasons he sounds, why he sounds like a nice guy. He is. He smells he like is. a nice guy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he took a nap uh, but, in his bed when he wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> this one's too soft. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's like a, like, you know, Matt and so is Ralph. Like we're all big star Wars fans. Like I always loved that. There's a story he told about, uh, when they offered him to do Rogue One, and he kind mm. of didn't want to do it, not yeah. because he didn't want to do it, it's because he was scared to death to do it. <laughs> you know, yeah. and uh, that's, me, that's me trying to produce this movie. At first, I was like, <laughs> "Oh, I don't know." Exactly yeah. the same. That's exactly the same. But his but, score to Rogue One is amazing. His it's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah, so I mean, but it, it was but, his brother that actually yeah, had brother. to convince him. You know, he's like, "No," mm. he's like, "Do you've been preparing to do this soundtrack your entire your life?" life. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I was like, "Yeah, it's such a great story." Of you know, and it did. He knocked and it through the park. He picked a good, picked good, a good one to do. Yeah. 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 Ralph, you've been preparing for this your whole life. Not really. Not really. But I think I've I think I've adapted fairly well. Um, I was a wreck because be the, the Indiegogo was another thing that um, I was not prepared for. And I, I, I really uh, kind of hands off. Uh, Emily and Taylor have been uh, really, really focused on it. And then I kind of pop in with maybe a graphic or two or 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 setting up like domain, like kind of the 
boring stuff. I guess it's all kind of boring stuff, but just <laughs> just the just the fact where it's like there's still people in this movie that we want to get, and we want to yeah. make sure that this. I want to make sure that this Indiegogo goes really well. Um, Taylor kept talking about the first 48 hours of Indiegogo are crucial, and I'm like, I don't want to like, I don't want this to get bungled and then not get taken seriously by people who haven't agreed to join us yet. Mm-hmm. Um, and right. uh, luckily, it's I mean, a very holy... public thing. It's like, yeah, you're putting yourself with our out hat there. in our hand, asking people for money. Oh, and if yeah. we don't get money, like, not that it's like all about the money, but it is a little bit all about the, like showing the whole world, how strong the lost community is. Like you talked yeah. about streamers, right? Um, you do a really good crowdfunding campaign. You start to get emails from the people at Hulu and Netflix and Amazon right, right. and they go, Hey, uh, we see there's an audience for your thing. Uh, mm-hmm. Maybe yeah. it should be on our thing hmm. uh, and distributors so, and other things like that. It's, it's yeah. a credibility thing hmm. almost more than it's a money thing. It's like, if we can yeah, prove yeah. to the world that lost fans are still here yeah, and doing it. And I think we have in the first 48 hours by, you know, reaching our funding goal, super fast yeah, i think we still have like we still think we have like 10 more hours before we hit our 48 hour mark wow oh, so like it could that. all fall apart but i mean but i mean <laughs> everyone's come Don't out tell me been, that now. fantastic <laughs> um and and so for anybody looking to have uh uh everything you want in this documentary if you want all the things we that every fan wants uh you know we all know who we want in the documentary yeah, one more person messages us about how we should try to get Matthew Fox in this documentary. Aren't I? Don't, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what to tell them. Like, I, I can't believe we didn't think of that. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so the thing is, like, if you're a person that wants that to happen, just spread around the page. Let people know to come to the Indiegogo, which is at gettinglostdoc.com, and 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 tossing a buck or two you know we're not we're not asking for a lot um we we really the best thing you can do is is uh is share it out to your friends because chances are uh your friends are also lost fans and might not have heard of this and so you know yeah just just keep sending it out on oh my gosh yesterday i was i was just thumbing through my instagram stories and just seeing everybody posting the teaser video that Taylor put up, you know, in the morning Go and just with with every single person that did it. I'm like, this is amazing. This is amazing. Yeah. And then today, uh, yesterday, Jorge uh, uh, sent it out today. Michael Giacchino sent it out. Oh, nice. Michael Giacchino uh, posting that today. Um, we started since then started getting uh, a couple of people at a higher one of the real at the highest here. We got right. a person at the highest tier right after that happened, and then nice. a couple more at the second highest tier, um, and then today the Dharma computer went to somebody. We had one yeah. Dharma computer that Taylor had made to shoot uh, in the movie. Uh, you can see that in the first look too. You'll see the Dharma computer that that we shot, or that you he shot, um, and now is going to have a home. Uh, you know, so uh, it, it you know it takes like anybody anybody to just share it to to you know if you share yeah. it to you know if michael shares it to you know a hundred thousand of his followers or 
Matt sends it out to, I don't know, a hundred of his followers, like a lost fans, a lost fan. If a lost fan sees it, they're going to check out the page. Okay. It doesn't matter the, the number of people it's sending out to, as long as we're hitting lost fans, you know, Michael well, could you have, never know, right? Like yeah. so many people, so many different kinds of people were lost fans. You know, we think of it as like the podcast nerds and the message board people. Um, but every, you know, my mom Mom's liked lost and yeah. everybody likes lost and whether they want to watch a documentary about it 20 years later, that determines how much they liked lost. But yeah. a lot of people liked it a whole lot. I know that. But I mean, look at the lost panel at Comic-Con every year. There's, there's people like Jack. There's people who are the opposite of Jack. There's kids. There's, there's people you know, like Jack. There's, <laughs> but, you know what I mean? Like, the whole gamut of people. Did you just say Jack was the opposite no. of a kid. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I am old. Is that what you're getting at? <laughs> but, you know what I mean? But it, it ranges from like, like you know, yeah. like Jack right. was always known as bitter. Or but, no, Jay was bitter. But, but, but Jack, Jack, but, uh, Jack was, yeah. I will yeah. say that like the one thing Jay, Jack. Jay, it was bitter Jay. Yeah. yeah. The one thing that Jack has always, always said happy. though about about going to Comic Con and doing the Lost panel every year, every year, he's always been like, "I'm just amazed that there are still people discovering Lost. Yeah, that's, there's that's still people saying. that are come coming to Lost and and watching it for the first time, and yeah. and coming up with new theories and and coming there and wanting to yeah. talk about it. So, yeah, you know, the that just speaks to the testament and the power of like the the. The show, the mystery, yeah. the characters, the writing, and there, would, and there would be more people at it if they didn't push it to the library. <laughs> yes. I mean, seriously, seriously, because right, yeah. if you've ever been to Comic Con, it's it's you can't just go from A to Z in like yeah. ten minutes. It's 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 a nightmare, and the library mm -hmm. is all the way by Petco Park. Yeah, and so if there's something you want to do, at, say ours is it from three to four, you want to do something at four. There's no way you're getting to your destination until right. five. So people go, yeah, I really wanted to come to it, but you know, uh, I had to go see something else. And I, 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 I've been saying this, you know, every year I go, okay, no one's going to want to talk about loss, but, but yeah, people, yeah, yeah. It's like what they Matt, do. Yeah, it's like what Matt was just saying. Like, uh, not this year's Comic Con, but. 2022 i'm always like matt was saying i'm always amazed people who just discover the show because there was a 20 or 20 or 19 or 20 year old young woman at jane jack's panel last year and you know she was 10 when or nine when the show ended mm. and yes. she had just discovered it you know with her dad and had binged the whole thing and she needed like jane jack's panel as an outlet to just like say all this stuff because she had nowhere mm. to no one to discuss it with. And like, and she was brilliant. Like she basically took the whole uh, panel because it was just like watching someone in love with the show for the first time. And that's, what's yeah. great is, is sending this stuff out uh, to everybody, you know, and, and retweeting it is that um, you might find those people that you didn't know. You might get new friends because of it. Um, there was a, there was a, a young woman on TikTok who did a did a, a like a live reaction to our first look on our Indiegogo, oh, nice. and I'm like, the video before that was her saying, "You probably don't know this about me, but I'm way into Lost, and there's a documentary about Lost coming out." And she pointed her phone at our live stream, and I'm seeing myself <laughs> on this kid's TikTok. She <laughs> nice. has like forty two thousand followers or whatever. Mm -hmm. Wow! And it's like you don't know who who has been secretly streaming back mm -hmm. then 
we had message boards. Right. I don't think there's a lot of active lost message boards out there. There's like the lost Reddit and stuff. The I mean, Reddit's still pretty who's active. Who's new to Lost? Oh, and is it? That's that's mm-hmm. their outlet was the Reddit. Um, but you know, the more you the more you share this stuff, the more you start discovering. Wait a second, there's people out there still talking about Lost because before two days ago, I was afraid that we were going to put out our Indiegogo about Lost and be like just just crickets. Because who knows how many Lost fans there are. But it, it's, and apparently it's there's a ton. And, well, I, and there's got to be more. Well, to Nick saying about the, the young girl, it's, it, you have a lot of this one. I think the last one, there was parents there who are now having their kids watch it. Yeah. Right. yeah. And I've, the kids I've, are into I've been, it, it. I've been waiting to introduce it to my kids. Like I've been just waiting for the right moment. years ago. And I think like 13 is the number that Michael Giacchino said he started introducing it to his kids every time one of his kids turned 13. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jorge, I believe on the li- live stream yesterday, said around 12 or 13. He said 12, yeah. 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 So so we're so hitting show, that show, spot the, where all the parents are, are you know. The show's never going to – it's always going to be relevant because those – I mean, if you're in – it's one of those shows that, su- you know, obviously sucks us all yeah. in. Mm-hmm. You know, we got we got to obsess with it and that you're just going to have, you know – um, it's just going to keep going. My uh, just to talk about my kids for a, for a moment, but my daughter who's who's sixteen, and uh, my son who's thirteen. We've been watching a lot of Star Trek. We've been watching Strange New Worlds, and Strange New Worlds just had their season two final. Uh, um, you know, it was like a cliffhanger, and it was so funny because my my daughter just absolutely she's like, oh, I cannot believe it. They landed it on this to be continued. And she's so frustrated. <laughs> and she's she's figuring out that there's an actor-writer strike, so it could take even longer for the... Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and, and there's part of me that's just like, I was like, yeah, so let me tell you about this show called Lost. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. you want to talk about being frustrated for cliffhangers. Like, right. Yeah. Um, we used so, to have to walk uphill both ways in the snow to watch <laughs> Lost. Yeah, exactly. yeah. And then you'd, you'd be refreshing, like, Wikipedia pages and random shit that you'd find on the internet just seeing if it would update with more information. Yeah, that so, one page uh, that had all the screenshots every, like, two seconds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's that still page. up. Yeah. Yeah. I've used it for the documentary. That page is oh, still really? up. You can find all those screenshots. <laughs> like, I need an image from this one episode. I wonder where it is. Oh, it's there. And wasn't nice. it like nine towards like was it season three on? It was like nine months late. You had to wait like nine months, six to nine months, something like that. Between season two and three, we waited forever, and then they just dropped that first pod of yeah. like six episodes six of episodes. pages. Right. Mm-hmm. And then we had to wait yeah. from like December till like that was March or something for the yeah. rest of the season. Yeah. So we I still say like I still say the worst one was was into season three, Snake in the Mailbox, where wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> and and then yeah. and then we yeah, had the writer strike because season four was like the the, the short. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. We lost yeah. two episodes of Lost because of the first writer strike. Oh man, that, that was, one, not the yeah, first one. That was that was long. So, um, but no, I it's it, to to speak to that that aspect though. It's it's something that I'm excited to to share with my kids. Um, even if my wife is like, "Wait, what? You're gonna show them that now?" <laughs> it seems really hard. I mean, to even imagine watching lost now knowing that all the answers are out there that you right. can just turn on your computer phone right. hand thing mm-hmm. which we didn't have and just ask it hey siri what happens at the end of lost mm-hmm. and 
it's right there. Because, you know, whether you like spoilers or not, watching Lost for six years, you had to have been tempted to be like, fuck, what is going on? Yeah. And so if you're watching it now and that information, not only is it out there, you have to actively avoid it. It's mm-hmm. so what I've noticed with my with my daughter and watching shows with her, because, you know, we watch we went through Parks and Rec and stuff like that and, and some other shows. Don't spoil and she'll, we'll be we'll be halfway through a show, you know, and she'll start really getting invested in the characters and what have you. And she'll start looking up fan art. And then the fan art is the thing yeah. that will spoil, you know, and be like, oh, these two people end up together. Or this happens. Oh, little know. Sebastian dies. Oh. <laughs> right. R.I.P. Like no, he was actually on the writer's strike. I saw. Yeah. I saw yeah. 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 Out, on the, out on the line. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, I mean, that's what was, was neat even with Game of Thrones. Uh, you know, like people like myself who read the books. Uh, there were so many people who didn't and they still stayed spoilers free. And I loved how many people who were videotaping people like with their reaction to the red wedding, the purple wedding, oh, all yeah, these yeah. things yeah. of like people who did not know what was coming. You just see like the horror on their I, face. I, I, I didn't know. Yeah. If I didn't read the books and I was like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So lost. Yeah. <laughs> everyone, well, everyone we, have your kids watch Lost, and so they can get up uh, the Indie Go Go. We literally and, uh, talked about Lost for about an tapes. hour, so I yeah. think that I think that your your uh, documentary is going to be successful. I hope so. I think oh, it will. I, I, I honestly believe. I've, that. I think I think Taylor and I, maybe Emily, have seen pretty much all the footage, so we know what we're what we're giving you guys, and uh, and uh, as a Lost fan. You're gonna love it. You really are. I think I think you'll you'll really enjoy it. Um, and for have, me, uh, I was I was kind of shocked. Your questions aren't really standard. I mean, there's some, but yeah. there's some questions you're like, well, oh, I didn't even think about. I now I have to think about that for a second. So <laughs> it's it's it, it's well, I'm just saying it's it's a good thing because it's it's not going to be, you know, what you know. Well, yeah, we we tried to shape it to be not. It's not like let's sit and talk about like what's your favorite episode and tell me right. about the character mm-hmm. that you most identify with. It's not a pop quiz of like, which lost character are you? It's about <laughs> the phenomenon, <laughs> you know, the bigger picture thing of it all, which, you know, to me is the interesting part, but also is not something we talk about. Cause when people get together and talk about lost, they want to talk about the four toed statue and the thing and the, the you know lockdown and the constant you want to talk about how does time travel work differently for some people than other people and why does season four have to be like you know all that stuff when we're talking lost with lost people that's what you want but that's not a movie like that's not a documentary Mm -hmm. of like people just still theorizing about lost 20 years later uh which is fun and we do it like on our drives to and from interviews but the story of Lost, I think, is bigger than that. It's this pop culture thing that happened that we were all there for. That's never going to happen again, right? There's no, no. more network TV no. with 20 million people viewing yeah. it. Yeah. And no. it's the beginning media. of DVRs. It's the beginning of podcasting. It's the beginning Twitter. of Twitter. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We're never going to be at the dawn MySpace. of that and at the yeah. end of broadcast network television yeah. at the same time. That crossroads was lost. And that's the story is like, what it's is that like, do? It's kind of like the Beatles almost. It's like in, in that way where it's just like, it's the right 
right band, the right formula at the right time, you know, and, and all things kind yeah. of just edgy to, enough, to... but your parents are okay with them and they're yeah. cute boys in suits, but they're kind of rock and roll. They got, and, they got long got hair, that long hair. <laughs> started as well, a boy I, band and start to rebel. Well, yeah. Yeah. Well, kind of like you were, you were saying Taylor is lost. Also, you're not going to have network television spending the kind of money on a television show that yeah. ABC spent on Lost. But there's right? there's certain things that they could never have foreseen. I mean, the the money that they put into it, they could have never seen the podcasting phenomenon. And I and right. I mean not just the fact that I'm here just talking with Jack and I've made a lifelong friend with with these guys through Lost. It's the fact that there would be episodes. We all know those episodes. There would be episodes like the the final episode or a season and you would go on and you would listen to every single lost podcast you could find just yeah. scouring, you know, you'd be like, I'd be out there mowing the lawn, just like listening to like another, like, well, I haven't heard this lost. Like, wait, podcast. hold on a second. Wait, you listen to other lost podcasts? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. 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 I, there, I would always have. <laughs> That's great. I would, wow. I would always listen to Jay and Jack. <laughs> Jane Jack. Wow. but but there would there would be those things where i was just like well jack's jack's too old he doesn't get me <laughs> jay jay's too young he's just not he's, he's not, too he's too whiny he's yeah so yeah. i need i need i need a different perspective here so i need yeah, to so ralph's about to ralph's about your age right Ralph, yeah, yeah Ralph, I think, I think we're he's almost exactly. Are we seventy? Are we both seventy six? Are you seventy seven? <laughs> I'm seventy seven. Yeah, yeah, but I think we're like I'm four two. months apart. Like you're January. Yeah, you guys don't look like you're seventy. I'm February. That's oh, February, February of seventy seven. Yeah. yeah, okay. I'm October of seventy six. So we're about five. Oh yeah, we're apart. yeah sixty two. Anybody? Anybody? <laughs> Holy anybody? crap! Did you watch Batman on TV? <laughs> the original when it came out. Yeah, I the Adam West that you'd be right in the right age. Did you, did not, I did, did, you have a, did you have a shorthand radio that you like tuned in? And... <laughs> I I did watch Batman live for Batman so... theories. Yes, that's Batman. Great. Back then, though, you'd have like eighty episodes for a season. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, that's, you know, because like you know, you always talk about Star Trek. It was only on for three seasons. Yeah. Right. Yet they had they film what 33, 34 episodes a season. Yeah. So that's how. Well, they... the 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 first yeah the classic. Yeah. So that's like even the that's another thing lost changed is if they hadn't negotiated those last three seasons to be shorter, yeah. I don't think we'd be having, you know, the renaissance of TV of these eight to twelve episode seasons right that have an end date in mind from the get-go. Mm -hmm. That was, you know the BBC method, yeah. I we actually talked about this a few weeks ago on this podcast about how people forget that they overlook that the, the relevance of someone saying like, Oh, I, you know, cause that's what, you know, uh, Lindelof and, and Carlin Cuse said that we only want to do three seasons. And yeah. then, you know, they were like, no, we, and ABC was like 10 seasons. And it's like, no, no, no. And then they kept renegotiating and it was so, and like no one had done that before. And it's like, yeah. you have to thank those guys for the, the great TV we have now. I mean, they, they trailblazed the way for the breaking bad, you yeah. know, right. to, to, right. so, um, which again, still had to negotiate like, well, we want to do one more season, but AMC's like, can you spread it out over two years? And it's like, well, does that water down the content? You know? Right. So, yeah. um, I'll tell you a, a funny, I, I'm not sure if anyone uses this terminology because I want to say Jay and Jack made it up one as a, a joke in the third season. Uh, 
But uh, so because, you know, when we were introduced to the Tailies, you know, I think Jay or Jack once said something like, what's going to be next season in the wingies? You know, because it's like, you know, what other parts of the plane can these people come from? You know, and I've always said that kind of like going back to Star Trek, you know, like, you know, it used to be always the red shirts, you know, the red shirts, the guys are going to die. And so, like, whenever you would be watching a, a movie or a TV show and some random character would appear, I would always be like, oh, there's a wingy, you know, a, a person uh, that's not a wingy, in part, a, wingy nice. a, part, a person that's not part of the show. But there's some reason they're in the show now. And my Thank nephew. You, Carlos. Yeah, the Nikki and Paulos, they're wingies. It's like, where the hell did you guys come from? You're wingies, you know? And uh, yeah, but I, I, I'm pretty sure Jay or Jack said this years ago. But uh, my nephew, though, sounds like a, a year, Jay joke. Yeah, it could <laughs> probably was a Jay joke. Yeah. But my nephew, who's uh, 13 now, you know, was hanging out with some of his friends. And he's a big TV junkie, like a lot of us are. And he actually said that. He goes, oh, that guy's a wingy. And they all looked at him like, what the hell's a wingy? You know? and like, <laughs> it's yeah. a lot yeah, of things you wouldn't understand. Chicago yeah, I, Red I, Wings, you know. Yeah, I still <laughs> say with uh, Nikki and Paula, they should have been in the front of the plane. And just because there was no way. They're, they were in the toilet. A thousand times, there was a no way they were going to pull this off. Yeah. They were going to pull off two characters there the whole time. That we're not there the whole time, not with this show, not with what like you said that yeah, website yeah. where every frame is you know, yeah. Shown there was just no way. I, so you kind of go back. I understand why they did it because they had to stretch the story out, yeah. but it was never it was never going to work. If they, I mean, they could have given us because they used a lot of the same background actors for all of season one and season two, local Hawaiian folks. If they had just moved two of them to the foreground, yeah, and then we, the fans who were dissecting everything, and we went back and found them on our own, don't spoon feed yeah. it to us and say, right. No, they were there the whole time. But if somebody went back to the pilot and saw, like, holy cow, that's the person who was standing way behind Locke when he wiggled right. his toes, mm-hmm. yeah, we would have right. lost our minds, yeah, right. Right. Like, we yeah exactly. Right the whole time. But yeah, no, it's, I mean, it's a good point because I think that a lot of people felt like why are you treating us like we're dumb? Right. Like that was, the, I think we, I, we enjoy, I enjoyed the on Nikki, Twitter. <laughs> I enjoy the Nikki and Paolo episode for what it is. It's kind of this old little twilight zone episode, but the way they gave it to us really just kind of like it. Dumb yeah. us down. I think that episode is great. I think the four leading up to it that they're just inserted in for no reason mm-hmm. are where it really struggles. <laughs> what, what was it? Was it Nikki yells at Hurley? Or something like that. And yeah. Like, who, who are you to be yelling at Hurley? Yeah. <laughs> be quiet. You don't. Yeah. You don't get to talk to Sawyer like that. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was actually spo- that, I was spoiled on that by a, by a listener from Canada because oh, they they watched it an hour watcher. they watched it an hour earlier and I was, uh, was just I was just answering emails and stuff like that and I answered I listened to a phone call and I went. What Nikki and Paulo got? What is this person talking about? They got buried. <laughs> I go, oh crap! This must be happening on the show tonight. Damn it! So I was spoiled by a listener from Canada. That's okay. I'm, I'm okay. Yeah. <laughs> and and like most things with with Lost, we just persevered. We we're like, okay, I'll accept this. I I, I, I can make it. I can. Yeah. I can be all right. Yeah, it's like the rumors were where, where Charlie was going to die, and I kept holding out hope, <laughs> even when he put his hand on there. You know, yeah, and he's both. I go, live. he he can still live. Don't kill hey, Charlie. If Mikhail can make it through that stuff, well, that guy he was he, he was a 
a robot or something. He wasn't real, right? <laughs> right. Is that your theory? Is I, your no, theory I don't know. A robot? <laughs> I, no, I just came up with that. Just <laughs> tailored to AI. <laughs> He's a bot. Yeah. Now, yeah. Would you consider, I mean, kind of off topic, but sort of, would you consider the not Penny's boat? To me, that's kind of like, to me, the, the pinnacle of loss. You know, like everything is still great a show. That but episode. Like, that episode to me is like everything from that point is kind of down, not downhill as in bad as in it's just like you've made you made the climax, you know. Then after that, it's like okay, now we're this wrapping is, it up because we actually see the underwater because also... we actually see the underwater hatch, yeah, yeah. which yeah. is very important <laughs> to everybody. Yeah, but that's the same episode where Jack says we have to go back. Like that right. episode is yeah. huge, huge. Yeah. yeah, the episode is huge. Uh, but there's a point. Uh, let's say if you were to say, hey, what's your least favorite episode of Lost? A lot of people say Stranger in a Strange Land. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. The very I, next episode after that. I, I, rec- I recently heard Ralph say this. Go ahead. Yeah, I've heard <laughs> no, this, this is No, I'm saying something different. Well, I might be <laughs> oh, saying okay. something different, but <laughs> I don't know. I'm not going to talk about that part. But, but I feel like that's a real low point in the show. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The very next episode is Trisha Tanaka's Dead, where Hurley... Yeah fires up the dharma van and it's mm, like it's a so fan, good like it's a great episode yeah. and from that point on it's boom they're going they yeah. they've got the deal in for the remainder of the series right. and they're able to do the the snake in the mailbox and uh it just just catapults that second that second half four of five and three. six is nuts yeah that second half but, of season three it, it really does take off after but it's a literal a literal shift between two episodes mm-hmm Jack gets his tattoos. Hurley gets a Dharma van. Like, it's kind of like it's, listening. It's, like, it's kind of like listening to the last song from Rubber Soul, and you're like, "What the fuck was John thinking?" Yeah, he actually hated that song. Yeah. And then, and then going to Revolver. So, yeah. um, uh, just yeah. my own little Beatles reference there. Because <laughs> I, I think to, my favorite Beatles to Nick's album. point, I think of things as like, "Well, what is the Sergeant Pepper of this band? What is the Sergeant Pepper of what is?" Because I think of it as that, not that it's the end, but it's kind of like a tent pole point. Like a yeah, but it was point. that season but three it, finale is like, yeah. But it, it was it was it was an amazing cliffhanger, but it was also risky because I I mm-hmm. remember right after I go I loved it, but I go I don't know if I'm gonna love it going forward. I, I, yeah, I, 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 I was like, what is this show now? What are yeah. they do to the show? What happened? Yeah. yeah. What, 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 I, I mean, mean, are they not, are they not going back to the Island? What, what's going, well, what's, I mean, it was a, it, it killing, been, yeah, killing it Charlie been a, though, was such a big deal because yeah. I mean, to me, Charlie character was, you could, I mean, not that a lot of us are heroin addicts, but you know, but like I, you could identify <laughs> I, with, with Charlie because he seemed to be just a regular, yourself, man. regular guy, you know, <laughs> wait, I gotta, I, I gotta like, take I a like, break for a second. <laughs> yeah, no, Charlie was, was my guy. Yeah. I was playing in bands at the time and I'm like, fuck, it's so cool. The story of this guy who thinks he's cooler than he is, who gets in a plane crash and is like, you guys have all heard of me, right? You know, like that's, that's his vibe. <laughs> And he's going through this relatable addiction thing. And he's just this real character. And he was just so great. He was one of the main people. And it's sad when you think about, you know, what we know now about the actors Mm -hmm. maybe being promised more screen time and bigger roles than what they ended up getting. Because going into it, Dominic Monaghan and and Harold Perrineau were the famous, the movie stars. They were the big guests. Right, yeah. And, you know, you think about what the show could have been. That's something we've all been talking about a lot lately is like 
a a lost where Michael and Charlie had really great storylines that kept going on and we got a little bit less of Jack and Kate. It might have been even more of my favorite show of all time, <laughs> but I don't know because I'll never see it. Yeah. I think I, I think the aspect of Charlie, um, you know, even though like we haven't all gone through a heroin addiction, um, <laughs> but but to to break it down into just like a like like a, if civilization boom stops tomorrow, right? What is the one what is the one thing that you need? Not not heroin, but that you're like creature comfort that you're without. You're like. Oh fuck! I can't have that thing. Like we would all be kind of a mess, like Charlie. Yeah. We'd all be wanting that thing and getting back to just normalcy, you know. And that right. idea that it's just like this yeah. this thing that he needs to feel feel comfortable or sane, or you know. And that yeah. and that's when we we also I be honest with you, I really liked Locke in the beginning. Yeah, right. Because Helping because he, he he was the guy. I mean, he was this. You know, he was the food. Mm-hmm. He provided the food. He he you know got Charlie off drugs. He had was, the haircut. He was, well, he, yeah. he, the great haircut, but he was he was so important to the survival of the Losties, and then he just then we start seeing his backstory that he's right, you know, he's he he's a mess, and it mm-hmm. it because people go, oh, I don't understand how, but that's why the backstories were so important to the show right. Lost because you if if you suddenly if we didn't have the backstories for Locke and suddenly he becomes this you know insane you know person that he he became and and, and gullible for. We've been like, all right, this doesn't make sense. But with right. the backstories, it made perfect sense because mm-hmm. that's who he was. I think that's yeah. one of the things I really love about the first three seasons in particular of Lost is because, you know, like a lot of good writing and good shows, you think you have a character figure out, figured out and you have no idea. You know, like each one of those characters had a hole to fill in themselves mm-hmm. and they're completely different. You know, like Lost, like you're saying, Lost seems so confident on that island. He had he, he could judge everybody. He knew what he was doing. But then you see his flashbacks and you're like, wow, you're like this weak, insecure glob of a person. Well, to be, you know? to be fair, his dad stole his kidney then. Yeah, well, yeah, but you don't know that yet. You don't know that yet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> his dad pushed him out of windows. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then, like you know, example, like Charlie, you know, like Char- I mean, you know, on the island to me, Charlie is like what Matt said. He's a kind of, I mean, he's an everyday kind of guy. You can empathize with him, but then you see like how he was always you know in the backseat to his brother. He was addicted to all these things, you know. Like, and you can see it with every single character what makes them who they are. And it was that's what to me was fascinating, just the human journey that each of them went through. And they had it. It's they had to have had it all planned out. Yeah. how they reduce certain characters. I mean, I know some some things change because, you know, actors wanted out and all that different stuff and everything that went behind the scenes. But uh yeah, it just it's amazing. You like Jen. We I, I hate Yeah, Jen. I hate God, Jen. everybody hates Jen. Yeah. Jen's a jerk. And then I love Jen. Take those handcuffs off him. Come on. <laughs> Aside from yeah. their death, there's so many people that are still this day are so mad that they left their kid, you know, and they both died together. <laughs> I don't know. I, 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 I said it right away on the podcast, yeah. took a lot of heat for it, and now people are finally starting to come around seeing my side. But you know, <laughs> I'm sorry, I love you. I mean, we've been apart for a long time, but I have a, we have a kid and we're not going to let that your dad raise him, raise her. So anyway, I, I, th- I think, I think Jen should have left, but that's just me. Well, I'm looking on Indiegogo right now at some of these things. You have the a thank you, a digital copy, Blu-ray, 
uh, art poster. You've got the package, which is $108. Uh, you got VHS copy, uh, Virgin Mary statue, and you can even get an Ooh. associate pro- producer credit. Ooh. Yeah, as well as an executive producer credit. So if you've got $10,000 really? out there, yeah. <laughs> you can Somebody get bought that today. So I see that. You, you, there's only Someone... three that can be claimed. So, but Jack, even 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 for the blu-ray is, is there a um, goodie bag inside uh <laughs> yeah <laughs> there's a lot of there's a lot of perks here that you guys have listed so um if anybody uh we'll have more coming like, too promote that even further but uh getting lost doc um go go check it out and support this so I'm getting all geeked up about it. It's, this is uh, yeah, no, I'm I'm after I get done recording with you guys. I'm. It, it's funny how you we, again we start talking about loss and it's well over an hour now. And there were some other things I wanted to yeah. talk about, but that. Uh, well, next week. <laughs> well, I, I did. I did want to. Since Ralph is on here, I forgot to ask him when I was in San Diego because I was too stressed out about waiting for waiting, waiting for uh, Jay to get to the uh, interview. But uh, did you ever see that American Gladiators? I watched the first three or first two. First two. You haven't watched the whole thing. And it's so fucked up. I, I, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if you know this or not, but I, I might have told I might have I talked to somebody about it. I don't know if it was you, Jack, but I think it was me. Um, maybe like four years ago, I, I I started to put the wheels in motion to start an American Gladiator podcast. Yes. It was called it was gonna be called Gladiator Ready. I grabbed all the socials, I grabbed everything I need, I made the logo, nice. and I was like ready to launch. And what I was gonna do is interview american gladiators like i was like this is what i want to do Genius. Um, and i got i got a dm from uh oh i forget her name but she played ice hmm. and she hmm. was like hey uh are you are you involved with, like johnny ferraro because i just want to let you know like if he catches wind of this he's gonna sue you he's oh, super litigious so i don't know if johnny ferraro is still around uh, he's definitely not in that documentary, but I started watching that American Gladiators documentary, and it's uh, it's it's quite the yeah. I, I know you you told me. I mean, I, I might not have been the only one, but you yeah. told me about that. I said that'd be a great idea. Yeah, I because I, I loved to, I wanted to be on American yeah. Gladiators, and I said, oh, this is great. And then, then you watch this you watch this documentary, and you go, oh my god, they just get treated like absolute yeah. garbage. Yeah, I mean, just uh, like the well, the the one guy with the long hair, the surfer guy. I never no, thought he was dude. a good. Yeah, Malibu. I never thought he was a good athlete, and I, you know, right. found out that he wasn't. But I was like, it's just uh, God. They just, I mean, he got his what? He tore his knee up or something like that, or back, or yeah, he tore up his, okay. his. Yeah, you're gone. His, <laughs> he busted his head. He got concussed getting hit in the human cannonball, which was his knee. Which is stupid. Of he got yeah. He he need his own forehead and concussed himself. He got what? hit so hard. Yeah. Whoa. We spent a good ten you... minutes on that. Man. Um, but uh, it, yeah, bro, I need he, to finish watching that. Thanks for reminding me. It, yeah, it's it's yeah, uh, it's, it's brutal. You, you just feel so yeah bad for them because they you know they're like professional athletes without the they're like the old time professional athletes that where they like the NFL they they do the NFL and they they play their games and they'd have to get a real job afterwards you know and then by the time they were done playing they couldn't walk you'll probably the same thing with these American TV show with no rules or padding yes nuts because especially when it first started I mean it was just I'd like to find the person who did the 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 human cannibal one again it was literally 
the stupidest event I ever had. But well, they were like, this person. They were like, hey, the Muppets did it with Gonzo. <laughs> we can do this. Live action Muppet. <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, yeah, it's a, it, it's a shame, but uh, still love the show. I, I think they should bring it back, but make it, you know, give the gladiators yeah. a little more, you know, at least they finally had more gladiators. Make it, make it more international. Mm. They used to have, it. yeah. They had. Why is it going to be all American all the time, huh? Well, Sorry. It's an American show. Oh, you're you're losing I, me. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I, I I just wanted to ask you that if you'd seen that. And I finished the bear. I'm, by the I'm, way, I'm halfway through. Oh, good. Well, we can talk about that next week. Bear's yeah. great. Bears, yeah, I need. I, need to, I I wanted to binge that before before we guys talked about that. Next, yeah, it was. That's so. uh, a reboot on my. That's a reboot of BJ and the Bear. Yeah, it's just yeah. gritty. It's the gritty yeah. prequel to BJ and the Bear. What, what, one of the best theme songs in history. If you haven't seen the Bear, it's really good. It's very it's really good. good. Yeah, yeah. sure. Yeah. Uh, my favorite episode was the Richie, the Richie one, cousin one. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like you, you go yeah. from that crazy, you know, Spoilers. Christmas, Christmas episode <laughs> to the next <laughs> one. Yeah, but like it, the, it, the Richie. Oh, I've so heard good. about this Christmas episode. It's it's tense, man. It's it's mm. it's most it, uncomfortable I episode. It's just like my top five. Is it as good as the Ted Lasso episodes. Christmas episode? Because no, that's what I want. I, I had I had an I had Ted an Lasso editable Christmas. in my system, and I'm like going, "What the fuck is going on?" Okay, so <laughs> buyer beware. Don't. He says edible on the Christmas terrible. one. I'm like going. I'm like it might have been. <laughs> it's like going, "What the hell?" And it it's a great episode, but it's like I don't. know. Anyway, yeah. you haven't seen the bear? Watch the bear. All right, um, we'll do. We'll see. Yeah. Um, we're not going to explain the ending. <laughs> yeah, I love that. I love that comment of like, yo, how does that show end? I heard it, it's controversial. Would it? <laughs> what, Just, yeah, American Gladiators? <laughs> yeah, American Gladiators. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, what was the exactly. season six finale of American Gladiators? <laughs> <laughs> they all are in heaven. Yeah. Well, Nitro, Nitro becomes <laughs> the announcer. <laughs> yeah, he did, alert. but yeah. I mean that's that's fine. Yeah, I always like Mike Adamley. Mike Adamley was yeah, great. Mike Adam- whatever happened? What whatever happened to that guy? He yeah. was doing the NFL shows. Oh he was God, doing America, and these all of a sudden he just said, this talk. He just said <laughs> he, he just was unhirable. What what happened? Is he know. still alive? I'm Steve, assuming. You know? Larry Zonk is not. Yeah, no, Larry Zonk is still alive, isn't he? Is he? No. No, did he die? Someone in the chat will know. This is why we need Chris. <laughs> yeah. He's our Googler. Yeah. Wait, is. Chris isn't here? <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was just looking up shit this whole time. <laughs> no, he'll probably actually tune in for this episode. He'll he never listens to episodes that he misses. No, but I could I could see I could see him tuning he's in. He says, sorry, gents. I'm on vacation. Yeah. So yeah. but he did he did want to be here to hang out and talk lost yeah, though. So. It was his idea to get Ralph on the show. He, That's true. Yeah. I mean, I said, why? Why, what, <laughs> why do we want to talk about Ralph? We're just going to talk yeah. Star Wars the whole time. So, <laughs> I like Star Wars. This, and, yeah. And like, I, was, here, I actually was thinking about here has it. a full built droid. Oh, built nice. Droids before. Yeah. <laughs> you mean, so you asked for some more kind of droids. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I made it. I have a life size R2D2. It's what? Not fully. Um, I don't have the robotics in yet, but it lights mm. up and it's mm. painted. It's life size. Um, and I have half a C3PO. Nice. It's the like backpack in the black mesh. Oh, thing. wow. Just in the port, though, the eyes light up so you can hang on the wall next to R2 because 
I, you know, I 3D print them. So making all of 3PO, I'm never going to be skinny enough or tall enough to fit in a 3PO costume. So what's the point? I'm not going <laughs> to, you can't. He, he's 76 robot. years old. Larry yes, Zonka is still okay. alive. This is yeah. Jack. This yeah. is classic Jack podcasting. He just That's, throws uh, out random facts as we're talking. Yeah. Well, we were talking about it. I'm just sorry. I, I, had I to thought you were talking about Anthony Daniels there. It took you so long to Google that, that we had moved on to three different. <laughs> yeah. So, <it> like, <laughs> well, I didn't do it until Ralph asked Chris. That I, I got the 76. And Taylor, I'll tell, you, I'll tell you a couple of, oh, sorry. Were y'all talk, uh, I can tell you a couple of interesting uh, Anthony Daniels stories. Um, Too late. Uh, yeah, you're right. I'd rather hear more about Larry Zaka. Yeah, no, like in 2007, uh, I was around Anthony Daniels at a convention in Knoxville, Tennessee, and no one was there because it's Knoxville. And uh, I went and got autograph signed by 2007 stamps at the time. And uh, he looks at me and he's like, well, no one's here. He's like, do you just want to sit and talk for a while? I was like, sure. You know, and we just had like a regular person conversation. And then and finally he goes, well, you know, he goes, is there anything you want to know Star Wars, Star Wars wise, you know? And I said, well, Wait, tell you me. Were the, you were the only one there? Yeah. Like, cause I got there early thinking like it would be super packed and it wasn't like the, no one was there. And it was, you know, it was him and Billy D and David Prowse and Jeremy Bull, uh, Jimmy Bullock. And uh, it was wow. like, Jeremy Carl, yeah, it was like Carl Weathers. Yeah. Carl Weathers, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it was a lot of people that were just there hanging out by Peter Mayhew. Uh, but, but I was talking to Anthony Daniels and, uh, and I said, well, tell me a story that you don't normally, I know Matt's heard the story, but like, uh, like, uh, t- uh, that you don't normally tell people. And he said, well, he goes, do you know the oil bath scene, you know, in a new hope? And I said, yeah, yeah. And he goes, he goes, well, you know, That's George, oil. <laughs> yeah, George goes, you know, he goes at this time, George was really adamant about having everything be as realistic as possible. And he goes, and so it's actually is oil. It's, it's dyed green vegetable oil. And he goes, if you watch that scene, uh, he goes, when Luke's, when, uh, Mark Hamill's over there playing with his little, you know, toy ship and I'm being elevated out of the oil, he, he goes, if you've never had oil on your nether regions, it's not very fun. <laughs> and he goes, if you look, he goes, if you look at that scene and look past Mark Hamill to look at me, he goes, you'll notice there's a rag around my crotch region and I'm just rubbing very heavily <laughs> to get suck up the oil. And if you watch it, it's just dead. It's, it's so true. He's over like rubbing his crotch in the scene. Huh? Uh, I just always and thought that was funny. That brings a whole new light to the. I didn't oil even bath. know he was he was actually in the oil. I, I was, the yeah, more yeah, you they, know, yeah, I thought it was just a prop. Yeah, yeah that seems so unnecessary, George. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, but, <laughs> I, want it, I want it real. It's the background of the scene. It doesn't have to be oil. It could be a nice. But Carrie, Carrie Fisher, you do not have to wear underwear, okay? Because in space, there's no underwear. So <laughs> right. don't wear underwear under, under this white dress. So. Hopefully you don't have an oil bath either. Mm-hmm. Anyway, <laughs> no, I, Matt, Matt, and I, and of course, is Ralph is what you know as well. You know, we're all diehard Star Wars guys. No, Matt, J- Jack, not so I'm much. He forward. just ignores us. You know. I'm looking, looking forward, forward to, to Ahsoka. Ahsoka coverage next week. Ahsoka on, on yeah, Owen Ahsoka. and Brew's barbecue. I'm sure we haven't podcasted have in a long time. Yeah, but we will. Yeah, long time. Yeah, we're planning on it. Yeah, we're planning on yeah. discussing it. That's Ralph, something I think come that on, all of us really uh, want more- to. Yeah, you, you got too much stuff going. On. It's okay. Yeah, sure. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. I'll I'll reach out to you. So, um, Jack's over here like, but what about me? I don't even <laughs> know what Ahsoka uh, is. Is that like uh, a trust me? I, I, thing? Trust me, I'm good. Is that okay. or a you guys? Gummy? You guys, you guys can go on without me. I, I... okay. <laughs> All right. All right. 
Well, um, well, this was great. Yeah. yeah I, and again, everybody should go check out Getting Lost Doc. Like, seriously, if if you love Lost, make this happen. Help make this happen. Um, go to Indiegogo or just Google Getting Lost Doc. So you will find it. So spread the word. Share it on your Instagram, on your TikTok. And Taylor is showing off one of the, the treasures here, one of the levels that you can donate at, right? And you can yeah. get the Virgin Mary statue. Is that the one MC was coveting? Uh, this is the one. We only have one right now, but we were able to make more because um, we had one from the show mm. scanned so that we can 3D print and hand paint mm-hmm. more. It takes forever. That's why they're so expensive. But... Uh, <laughs> I thought it was, but yeah, this one we've been using, you know, and some of the actors from the show have been like, Oh wow. It's just like the real thing. Nice. That's a high compliment, high praise yeah. from one of the actors to actually like hold it. And it's a lot lighter. Cause it's not, uh, I think they're ceramic. Plaster. With, with yeah. I, I got one last, trucks, yeah. one last stupid question. How many of the actors were actual fans of the show that you've interviewed? Uh, About half. Pretty into it. No, one of them had never yeah. seen an episode. Wow. Uh, wow. One of them really didn't like the ending. Um, huh. Let's see, what else? One of them didn't like the, the finale of season five. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah that's, as, soon that's as, as soon as the island disappeared, this person was out. Wow. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, and to find out who, you got to watch our documentary. Okay, course, that's 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 a great teaser because season five is one of my favorite seasons. So it's my favorite. Oh, my, season. It's my favorite season. Yeah, Good. all the time travel, the Star Wars references, like living in Darmaville, like it's got yeah. it's got a lot. So I, I, I liked it, but there's some parts I, I didn't like. Right, Juliet and Sawyer. Yes, yes, Lafleur. Mm-hmm. For I think sure. Rose and Bernard could have worked for Dharma. That's all I'm going to say. About that. <laughs> well, they do now. <laughs> Holding on to that shit forever. I know. That's all I asked. It's the Abbey Road season. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, uh, I don't. It's not my job to close out the show because I'm not the producer. But uh, yeah, sure, it's been really sure. great having no, you. You do, you do it, Ralph. You do. You close out the show for us. Uh, thank you, everybody, for joining us. Uh, we'll catch you next week. I'm sure Chris will be here for that. And then uh, don't forget to listen to us on Owen and Brew Barbecue uh, for Ahsoka. We're going to do every single episode on time, uh, every <laughs> once a week. Um, if Chris shows up. And, uh, and uh, I'm just getting an update. Mike Adam Lee is still alive. Nice. There you go. 76. Nice. And he doesn't do anything. No, that, that's Larry Zonka. I don't know any of these They're names. Both alive. Okay. <laughs> See, some people know them as former football players in the NFL. I know them as the hosts of American Gladiators. Larry Zonka played on the Miami Dolphins. Yeah. Todd Bye-bye. Christensen. You know who also plays on this show? Todd All of the patrons Todd Christian, make this He possible. passed away. Thank you yeah, so much to the patrons that make this show possible. Yes, you can thank the patrons. As well as all the listeners that joined us live. We have a lot of people live in the chat. Thank you so much, Matt K, John, the retired guy, Ro, uh, nice seeing you in the chat as well. The other Matt, time. Matt Triest, so, and Lost the Others, yeah. uh, who is very yeah. active, and uh, Jeremy, I think, who is also from Canada. He was. So, no, sh- no Sherry today? 
No uh, I didn't, didn't see Sherry in the, the, the chat here, but uh, also the, Randy, who's probably asleep the, right now. You got thank the, you all the adventures, who's a real <laughs> piece of work. Yeah. <laughs> I hate that guy. So, so full of himself. Get over <laughs> it. You just make but, it. But uh, we'd like to thank uh, Eckhart Rickner Glaffler, Maggie the Magnificent, Joanne with a plan, and Ed the Creepy Poopy Letter Carrier. Thanks for what you're doing. Thanks for everybody who puts up with us. And that's all we got. <laughs> This, that's that's it. Great show. That's it. Great show, um, kids. It still says million. live. Oh, still, I, I have it in the audio yet. feed. I, 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 by the so, way, I love Taylor's you. Taylor's reaction to poopy letter. Kid. I know you kind of like what? what? <laughs> that's interesting. <laughs> what kind of patrons we, do you got? I have we, no we, idea we, what's going on here. We love our <laughs> listeners. That's, that's... <laughs> Oslo Wego, and goodbye.